Welcome in, everybody. Thanks for listening to All Pro Lines, the podcast. I am your host, Kostaki Economopoulos. We were going to be joined by uh, our old friend, uh, Brian Miller, but he had a little family thing. And so we were lucky enough, fortunate enough to get Chris Bowers to jump in here and talk to us today about the weekend that was in the NFL, week week 10. Uh, I, I just got, I, I, you can see, if you're watching, you can see I'm wearing a ridiculous shirt. This was a gift to me by the, uh, the owner and operator of the gig I did on uh, Thursday night. Brought me on stage and gave me this preposterous shirt, and I love it so much. It's so, it's cheesy. It's it's cheesy as hell. It's got it's got gradient. I'm standing up a little. Oh, it's got. Oh yeah, it's nice. It's kind of polyester, polyestery. Uh, wore it all day Sunday at the game with my brother on his birthday, watching the Falcons flounder around and lose to the Arizona Cardinals and Phoenix. Uh, the those teams are not good. Neither one of those teams are good. Uh, but it was great, man, to be there with my bro and wander around and catch the scene of what's going on. We have a tradition. We try to go to one away Falcons game a season. We've done it. We've done it a few times now, so uh, it's good. I want to keep this tradition going. Um, we had some uh, we had some close games. We had a couple couple upsets. We had, we, had, we had a lot of fun in the, in the NFL this weekend. Let's uh, let's dive in here, do some jokes, and we'll talk to talk to our boy uh, Bowers here in a few. The two-minute drill. Michigan's Jim Harbaugh suspended from coaching for the rest of the regular season games for stealing signs. I have a lot of questions about this, but my first one is, can we get the Falcons coach to steal some signs? I'm not even sure the Falcons have signs at this point. If the Falcons have a sign, it's probably slow children at play. Could be dead end. Might be warning, choking hazard. That would be a good sign for the danger, demolition in progress. You see, these are the signs. I need a sign in my apartment that says root for a better team. Uh, The coach's dad founded FedEx. The owner founded Home Depot. How long does it take the Falcons to deliver a rebuild? For the love of God, let's get it together. Arthur Smith's dad owns FedEx. I wish he owned Mayflower. Time to ship this team somewhere far away. Another ugly game, primetime Sunday. New York is, of course, the city that never sleeps. And what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. But when the Jets play the Raiders, it combines to, I haven't slept and I don't care what happens here. That game was ugly. It's borderline anti, anti-American to cheer for the Patriots' loss in Germany on Veterans Day weekend. But I think my grandfather would forgive this one. Thank goodness the Patriots did better in Germany in 1944 than they did this week. Oof. Shame, too. Bill Belichick loses in the one country that might appreciate his sense of humor. <laughs> in Germany, Belichick's considered one of the great comedians. Bill Belichick, or as the Germans call him, Der Sleeveless Mensch. All right. Travis Kelsey's in Argentina seeing his girlfriend right now. It's a good choice. I find relationships do well when the partners are willing to go south for each other. It's nice. In honor of Veterans Day weekend, Panthers fans wore camouflage paper bags. You can rewatch the Bears-Panthers Thursday night game on NFL Plus, you know, if you hate yourself. If you click on that game, emergency responders should be sent to your house. That is a cry for help. 
They say losing builds character. The Panthers have built more characters than Stephen King at this point. But unlike Stephen King, they're not at all scary. I think that book, Misery, is about being a Panthers fan. The Carolina team should call themselves the Cougars because Cougars can score whatever they want. See, that's a better branding situation for you guys. Maybe you have a restart everything. The Saints are not good either. The Saints are so bad, Jameis Winston made their best play. <laughs> Saints wide out. Michael Thomas threw a brick at a construction worker's truck and roughed him up. He was throwing bricks. Watch the Falcons highlights. Michael Thomas was charged with simple battery, which is always funny to praise to me. As opposed to complicated battery, you know, you build a Rube Goldberg device with a marble that rolls down, sparks a lighter, and burns through a string that's holding back a catapult, launches the brick. That's complicated battery. I'm not defending him, but who amongst us hasn't considered fighting a contractor? The other, char <laughs> the other charge was criminal mischief, which that isn't. That sounds like throwing toilet paper in your neighbor's trees or something. That's not really, it's not really a crime exactly. It's it's criminal mischief. Those kids are up to mischief. Ton of close games this week. Uh, also, the Jaguars watched the 49ers play football. 34 to 3, the Niners beat. Oh my goodness. Jacksonville got beat so badly, Blake Bortles could feel it. Jacksonville House Cats would have put up a better fight than the Jaguars. At least then the Niners would have some scratches. All right. Uh, the Giants have become the Washington Generals of the NFL. Every game is entertainment at their expense. The Cowboys should have just started Meadowlark Lemon at quarterback. They should do that water bucket confetti trick with the Gatorade cooler. Someone told me earlier today, Meadowlark Lemon is too old a reference. No one will get that. Is that right? Am I, is that too criminy? Uh, I think Giants fans need a puppy bowl option every Sunday. Something to watch while the game's on. Maybe a little welcome back, Cotter. Right? Some reruns. Taxi. There's That DeVito is way better than Tommy DeVito. <laughs> Giants quarterback Tommy DeVito. This is fun. Lives with his parents. His mom makes his bed, does the laundry, and cooks. Could she throw a tight spiral? Because I think we could maybe, this is like a go-getter kind of woman. We could. I'm starting to suspect he can't make his own bed because he doesn't understand the scheme. It's, those fitted sheet corners, it's tricky. Wait, you're telling me an Italian guy lives with his mother and she does everything for him? I never heard of such a thing. All right. See, so also Greek guys. <laughs> <laughs> Aaron, Aaron Rodgers said, uh, it'll be a few fortnights. Aaron likes to let us know when he learns a new word. He doesn't trust the big science and their fancy days and hours way of measuring time. Fortnights, huh? Aaron, four score in seven months. Four score sounds like a lot for the Jets. I'll take the under. That's probably not going to. The real question is, can they score four times in the next 87 years? That's what four score in seven years. That's okay. Fortnites. How many cubits? What, what are you talking about? Should be measuring time in darkness retreats, three or four day periods of the Jets are the most bipolar team. You you watch, and the defense is like swarming and aggressive and fast and strong. The offense should come with Benny Hill music. Robert Sala said it's lazy to blame all the Jets' offensive struggles on Zach Wilson. Well, yeah, some of the blame goes to Aaron Rodgers' Achilles. 
and the god Achilles, who seems to have a real stick up his ass this year. Don't worry, his ass is fine. That part of him made it into the magic water. He's fine. Uh, <laughs> all right. JPP said he's interested in joining a contender. Said he's waiting for a phone call. Fingers crossed, buddy. Okay. That's probably... <laughs> That's probably enough jokes. Let's uh, let's check in on the peanut gallery here. Jerry Oliver, Ron Milford, Heather Saigo, Ryan Chambers. Good to see you guys. Thanks for being here. This is nice. <laughs> Ryan Chambers says, I don't know what Meadowlark Lemon means, but I'm a moron. <laughs> You're too young, Ryan. That's the cutoff. Jerry Oliver and Ron Milford know who Meadowlark Lemon is. That's the point, I guess. Uh <laughs> John Riggs, what's up, John? I haven't seen your name in a while. Good to see you, buddy. Getting some time to watch while at work. Cool. <laughs> uh, all right. Let's, you know him, you love him. He's a big lifelong Bengals fan. He's a great stand-up comic. His best credit is he's the only he's the only comic to ever buy a comedy club, then become a good comedian. It's never happened before or since. Ladies and gentlemen, Chris Bowers. Hey, what's up, Kostaki Hayden? Uh, you know, you, the Meadowlark Lemon, I got the reference. I think it's where you sounded old when you said, no one's going to get a Meadowlark, Meadowlark Lemon reference? Criminy. It was the criminy that made you sound old. <laughs> criminy made you sound old? I haven't heard, I haven't heard criminy in several decades. So that's where <laughs> I haven't heard criminy after metal, a Meadowlark Lemon reference in very, a very long time. Very old. Stuff. Very old. Who, who are the new Globetrotters? Do we know? Do we know the new Globetrotters? Like that's how no, fucking there... good you have to be as a Globetrotter to be a famous Globe. Like that, that's the one guy we know, you know? That's right. He was Scooby the Doo, one, right? They're on Gilligan's couple... Island. I was going to say, Scooby, they did Gilligan's Island, too? I yeah, guess they, that is an old somehow reference the, now. That is somehow a long the time fucking, ago. Somehow the Globetrotters showed up on Gilligan's Island at one point. This is how old I am. When I real, when I thought, well, they were on Scooby-Doo. It just seems like that was somewhat recently. <laughs> <laughs> it's when we were children and we were in our 50s. So, no, it took a long time. <laughs> uh, What's up with you, buddy? You've been out battery. drinking all night? Oh, What's going on? Of course. Complicated battery is very funny. I like that one. Uh, my favorite quote from Sala about uh, Zach Wilson is when he goes, oh, was it his worst game? No, it wasn't even close to his worst game. I'm like, Jesus Christ. That is a funny <laughs> quote, actually. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, it like a compliment, but it was not an all compliment. Like, it wasn't his best no. game. Was it his worst game? Not even close. Have you seen how bad he usually sucks? It was like, fuck. <laughs> I'll tell you who's good is that CJ Stroud, man. That guy's got it going. That dude. No kidding. I want to I want to go back in time and have the Falcons play Ritter all season the Bengals, and, the, and the, the Bengals pick defense is good. And that that dude, you know, because their offensive line's not good. He fucking he moved well. He every time he hit every open guy. I mean, the, the, he was good. That that guy's gonna be good. Yeah, no I'm kidding. Probably. So so what do you, so where are you on your team now? You, you guys had one of these bump in the road losses that you didn't see coming. Was that is that significant? Are you not worried at all? I'm not. I mean, good. The good news is we beat good teams and we and we lose to mediocre teams, which is what we've done a couple times. Um, you know, yeah. I at the end of the day, I don't want the bye because the team with the bye usually loses in the, the first time they get to play anybody. 
just because I think the buy is counterproductive at this point in the NFL. Uh, and then, you know, with 17 games, just go, if you go nine and eight, I mean, look at this, our division's so good. It's crazy. But I also think yeah. the Browns suck. The Browns are a mirage. I think that it's adorable that people think that Lamar Jackson's going to make it through the whole season. That's hilarious. Um, you know, and Kenny Pickett sucks, but I'm not worried about it. I mean, you know, LeBron, Lamar Jackson goes out week 15, some tweaky knee thing or an ankle or whatever, and then he doesn't play in the playoffs. If I was the Ravens, I wouldn't even start in the first eight games. I would just sit in the first half of the season just because he's only going to play 12 <laughs> games a year. Might as well play the end, not the beginning. Stupids, but they don't know. <laughs> But also, too, I don't think the Bengals, if, I don't know if you watch the Bengals game at all, but they I don't think they used any of their plays. I think we just were like, ah, we can beat these guys without using, we don't want to get the Ravens any tape for Thursday. We're just going to, I mean, I really think we hold back and we don't play our good shit when we don't care about the opponent. It's weird, man. It's, it, it's, it's pro football, you know, it's not like um, any given Sunday, man, anything can happen. It's kind of part of the fun of it, but it is surprising to see some of the kind of also ran teams beat good teams. It does seem weird to me. Still, still jarring. I mean, that's the great thing. That's the great thing about the NFL is it's so even, you know, I mean, like anybody can, yeah, I mean, that's, that's, and anybody can go from like, oh, I mean, there's teams that are mirages and all of a sudden, no, they won 11 games somehow and they were terrible the whole time, you know, and just yeah, however the, right. the schedule worked out, it's like, oh, they suck. That team sucks. And somehow they won 11 games and they're in the playoffs and they get beat real right. bad the first game or whatever. And you're like, oh yeah, they did suck. We knew that. But they're real good at beating the Jets and whoever else is on their schedule. You know, what I mean, like the Browns are terrible. The Browns are ostensibly awful. There's no way they have six wins. They have a good defense and a quarterback who used to be good, right? Well, the, yeah, <laughs> they're terrible. They're just terrible. But somehow they have six wins. It's 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 dumb. It's 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 dumb. I don't. We'll but that's see. what's fun about the NFL. Is you can be terrible and still have a good record sometimes, right? You know? That's uh, a fun shirt. I like that shirt. I like the fact that it's got a zipper on it. That's cool. It has your name. It's got, it is correct. ridiculous. As soon as I saw it, I actually I thought, wow, this shirt is preposterous. Chris Bowers would wear this shirt. Does it, does it, does it say Falcons on the back real, ba- real big on the on the back? It's got the on the sleeves. I got Falcons on the sleeves. But the back is the back is clean. no. The back's kind of plain, but it's gradient on both sides, so it's kind of it's got oh, yeah, you yeah. know yeah. It's, One time, it's my nice. my my wife, my mother in law, when I was married, get me a this Bengals like leather black leather coat it had this cool B on it. And in my head, I'm like, Oh, don't have a big Bengal head in the back. You know, like those, those magic eight ball jackets or whatever. And it didn't to her credit. She didn't get the one with the big fucking bang, but I thought for sure it was going to have a big stupid Bengal head on the back and ruin the whole thing. But it did. I wore it for a while. <laughs> you and chimes in here. Curly Neal was a famous globe trotter at the time. And also yeah. added. Yeah. Will, he was, he was ironically, ball, all, all, ironically, Curly Neal was bald. That was the joke. That was the fun. Oh, that's comedy, right? When it's yeah. a big, huge you mobster named Tiny. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they call Said me Big Will Dick Chamberlain Bowers. That's a, a joke. Yeah. What? Chamberlain was a globetrotter in the 50s. Wow. That's interesting. Uh, Heather says, I'm sold. We used to measure road trips in Gilligan's Islands. How much longer? And dad would say three Gilligan shows. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that's pretty funny. <laughs> yeah, I'm just imagining a recreator in the back of a of a of a station wagon because you didn't couldn't you you, know, you couldn't watch them at all. You just had to re- talk about them. It, it's funny how you measure these things. In high school, I used to measure value by uh, CDs. How many CDs is that? And in college, I used to measure it by natural lights. Like, <laughs> oh, that's like twelve natural lights. I'm not I'm not paying for that. That's ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you ever, you ever put things in uh, in merch perspective? You're like, oh, that that's fucking eight T-shirts. I can't fucking spend that right. kind of money on. <laughs> yeah, right. 
I'm selling I'm selling koozies all over the place now. It's crazy. Yeah, what do the koozies say? <laughs> uh, they're jokes from my act. The one uh, one says, uh, "Would I give up my life for my kids?" Yeah, I did. <laughs> That's a funny one. The parents. Like I, I made one. a shirt. I made a shirt one time, and I only, I made one to see if it would get a, get a laugh. And the joke was, uh, you know, I comics sell t-shirts to make money on the road and i asked a fr- friend of mine uh, what how do you decide what's on your t-shirt they said well just uh, listen back to your act and whatever gets the biggest pop the biggest reaction from the crowd puts that on a shirt so i made a shirt that said give it up for the wait staff <laughs> <laughs> that was the joke the biggest part of my act was give it up for the wait staff that's the bit yeah that was the joke i was that's making funny. that's the best part of my act. i like that but that's a funny but bit. it backfired because the third time i ever showed it this girl in the front row goes oh no you were funny and i'm like oh if i'm yeah. not so funny this is ironic obviously then it's not gonna work <laughs> <laughs> if there's any doubt this show shirt's a joke then i should not be selling the shirt <laughs> get better at comedy before you try to sell an ironic shirt about how funny you were <laughs> that's a funny rule no it's really not clear enough for the <laughs> <laughs> that's not, you know here's a rule how how long a set do you have to do before you're allowed to bring a beer on stage? What do you mean? Oh, you you have a minimum? I mean, like if you're doing a, if you're doing a six minute guest spot, you bring a drink up there. <laughs> no, I don't drink. No, no. Right. For me, I got to. Cu- if I'm doing fifty minutes, if I'm doing fifty minutes or more, I'll have a beer on stage because it helps the the cra- If you drink on stage, the crowd will drink more. It like helps the club make yeah. more money. Sure. Like yeah. psychologically. But yeah, I'm not bringing a beer on stage for a six minute guest spot. That's my only. I think the only. cutoff for bringing a drink at all, any kind of drink, is about ten minutes. The, yeah, because so when I do Hermosa Comedy and Magic Club, those those are ten minute sets. That's just a, it's a it's a little longer than you want with no drink, but it's so short when you really think about it. Like just go right. and tell your jokes and get out of here. Yeah, you don't need to set the stool up for three minutes when you only got four minutes. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. I remember way back in the day we did a. Um, we did auditions for Aspen for HBO's Aspen thing. And they were, t- they were two minute sets in the middle of the afternoon at the punchline where there was, there was like a hundred comics hanging around doing two minutes. And we were kidding around about Ronnie Bullard was kind of famous for doing callbacks. We're like, you think Ronnie gets a callback in in two minutes? There's bucket open mics out here in LA where you get three minutes of the improv or whatever. And it's amazing how many times, and you don't know they'll pull your name out of a bucket, so you don't know when you're going up. You're like, oh, oh you're right, next, or whatever. So it's amazing how many guys will go up on stage, comics go on stage, and like they fucking hang their jacket on the stool, they fucking address right. them. I'm like, motherfucker, you get three minutes. Like, yeah, you I know. start the setup for your joke on the way up the stairs and hit the first punchline when you get to the mic. What are you doing? Adjusting your jacket. What you, I've it, seen it, that. Yes, like, they do it, some kind of. What am I gonna talk? What, what, what else do I want to talk about? What do you mean? What else? You got three minutes. You should fucking have a plan. You fucking. What are you, you just riffing up there? You doing three minutes of crowd work? It's here? 180 seconds. Get your shit together. Yeah, like how hard a decision to make? You only have seven. <laughs> tell two of them. <laughs> uh, they just be. How long's Tim McLaughlin? You remember Tim McLaughlin from India? Tim McLaughlin. But anyway, they go. How, how long's Tim doing? I go. I don't think all of it. I think he's doing everything he's got. So how long that is. <laughs> Eight minutes, maybe he's got. <laughs> if he has to do twelve, he does some of the jokes twice. <laughs> Did you ever run into Ronnie Bullard? Ronnie, Ronnie's great. Oh, I think he's doing ships now. He was like the king of the South. He he had a really thick, strong accent. Yeah, uh, I remember. I, I think I remember his name, but 
I just started today. When I, when I was waiting tables, I learned that phrase. I just, I, I said that, I said it for like two years. I just started today. <laughs> I think I, is he the guy, there used to be a guy that would get on stage and he'd fucking get his shit all together and he'd like set his phone down and he'd take a drink or then he'd just go, oh, you guys don't start working right when you get to your job either, do you? Right, right. <laughs> yeah, I've seen that a few times. Yeah. Are, Ronnie's I, Ronnie's best joke for me was uh, penguins. Penguins mate for life. You think just once one of them will go, honey? I swear to God, I thought that was you. <laughs> it's mostly one-liners like that. He was, right. he was good. He was good, man. He's good comic. He was yeah, uh, one-liner comics impressed me because I don't have that kind of bandwidth of remember 185 jokes. I know with no segues. There's no how do you even. I don't right. I, like how do you did you forget number one eighty three? I mean, like how the I don't know. The how you Gichi do it. guy, but Bullard's not really a one liner guy, but he had some one liners that I thought yeah. were really good. <laughs> yeah, one liners. I mean, you know, they're they're my favorite one liners are is uh, McComas's where he goes, uh, "Pregnant women are annoying, huh? Uh, they're always like, oh, look how fat I'm getting.' Like you're not fat. You put another person inside of you, and they got you pregnant." <laughs> That's a good joke. <laughs> yeah. If you think it's over, it's not. You know, you think it's bad. You're like, oh no, actually, it's got a double. Point. I don't know. They, <laughs> they got you pregnant. I think at that point you could say he. Even now, right? Uh, it's a, it's a, that's an oddly progressive joke. Yeah, it's, uh... I did both. You know, it used to be it used to be being a comic, you had to worry about offending the right. You know, and now you got to offend the you worry about offending the right and the left. You got to thread this weird needle, needle. So like the the punchline of the joke is fuck him, and the conservatives like oh, he said fuck, and the liberals like oh, he said him. You're like, God damn it. <laughs> God damn it! Can't say Not God damn it because you can't say God damn it because the people. Oh, Definitely. I heard a, I heard a podcast with David Spade and uh, uh, they were doing their podcast, and uh, Jim Downey was the head writer. Was talking about the 40th anniversary. They made a joke where they wanted to say bastards. And they couldn't say bastards, not because it was dirty, because it would offend people whose parents hadn't gotten married. Oh, right. Wow. <laughs> oh, God, now we're down to offending bastards. <laughs> I know, but I mean, these things ebb and flow, but broadly, we're moving the right direction. It's just, oh, gotta, I agree. No, I, I, little I, corrections. You well, know. I always say the reason they change the words all the time is to see where the assholes are, right? So like, if you're, who's trying? Like, tell me what you want me to call you. I'll call you that. I don't care. It doesn't affect me any. Like, somebody's like, I've been saying Chinaman. Okay, fucking stop it. Okay, we don't do that anymore. You know what I mean? Like, that's how we know where the dicks are because the people are trying to give it a shot. But what am I supposed to say? I gotta say that because what do I care? I don't care what you want me to call you. We all have a specific thing we want called. It's our name. You know what I mean? Yeah. If someone Chinaman, calls you Kostaki, that's a bad. If that's someone a bad calls you you'd be like it's Kostaki, right? If someone says Bauer, I'm like it's Bowers. Like we all fucking are very specific about our name. So just let yeah. people call what whatever they want to be called. Yeah. <laughs> all right, let's do. Let's, let's have a cool do. shirt on. <laughs> This guy, Jared Goff, gets my my kudos. He outdueled the Chargers 41 to 38. Another 300 yard game. Ho hum. No one blinks. No one talks about Jared Goff. He was like, he was like thrown away, right? He was like a he was a salary dump. Swapped him with Stafford. The Rams got Stafford. The Lions got 
Goff and a first rounder and two third rounders and had to pay Goff salary. And now he's just like quietly going to cruise to an easy division win. The team is really good. No one, I mean, it's it's amazing. It's he's sort of quietly this like crazy superhero story. It's pretty cool. I'm I'm rooting for Jared Goff. I like it. Where would you rank him if you had to rank current NFL quarterbacks? I might put him sixth or seventh. Oh wow, that's way higher than I was thinking. But I'm saying again to your point though, he's crazy good. He he just does his job. You know, he was. I mean, like. Jeff Fisher didn't do well with him, but then once he got McVay, I think he really McVay taught him how to be a quarterback, and now he, you know, and it's one of those, I don't, his salary's not that great either, either, right? So that's one of those things where you, they, the reason they can have so many pieces is because the salary's not that big. But yeah, I give Goth a, my he's my fantasy quarterback. I, my my team's name you Goth to be kidding me is my fantasy team name, so uh, <laughs> I can't believe he's my fantasy quarterback. I was. I, I wanted to borrow and someone stole him from me. I can't believe the Lions are good. It's the first year in like 50 years. The Lions are legit good. Like actual good. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I, I'm I'm rooting for Goff. I like Goff. Yeah, I like the Lions. But, uh, you know, I've always said, but hating the Lions is like hating the Bengals. You know, it's just like, it's like, it's like picking on disabled kids. It's just mean. You know, we've just been <laughs> too bad for so long. Just let us have this. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. <clears throat> on some level, you know, it's like, yeah. That, six, that, that six months the Falcons were good. You know, I was rooting for them, you know. <laughs> They've had a few little little blurbs, little little you guys, runs at it. Well, no, you guys do the thing. I've always asked, like, would you rather go to the Super Bowl once every ten years and suck the rest of the time, or be pretty good but never go to the Super Bowl? Always. Yeah, you'd much rather have the occasional bursts of good, right? See, I'd rather win eleven games and never go to the Super Bowl every year because I was terrible Bengals for twenty years. I'd rather be good now and never go to the Super Bowl again in this burrow run that I would be. But you did have that. Aren't the Bengals every once in a while, you guys, something comes together, you boomer Esiason and you go. Yeah, I'm saying every 20 years, well, you did it twice, (laughs) then we did it 30 years later. I'm just saying that for me, I'd rather, instead of having one good season a year that we go or win. Now, if we won the Super Bowl, going's different. If we won it, would I be, would I trade that to be terrible for nine years? I don't know. Maybe. I would. I'd get get my championship hat. And my yeah. championship eight ball jacket. Yeah, I think the problem the problem is once you win, you don't feel like you did anything. Like you, it's like woo! All right, next year. Like the, you usually celebrate for like four seconds before you're on the two. Sports events are very insatiable. Uh, right, I got I got taps. I did it this time. I got two taps for me. All right, or kudos, which I'm whatever I am. Uh, one, I don't know how they did it, but I'm gonna give you a tap or kudos to the Cleveland Browns. I don't know how they beat the Ravens. How the fuck they pulled that off? They were losing the whole game. I can't believe they did it. Also, after missing an extra point, and the only Brown, I thought for sure that's how the Browns were gonna lose that game was by missing an extra point. So I'll give the Browns kudos. And then I gotta go, Josh Dobbs, man. That guy yeah. is just. I really hope the Super they win the Super Bowl. The, the, if the Bengals won the Super Bowl, I want the Vikings to win it with Josh Dobbs. Only because the Browns traded him away to keep Watson, and that makes me laugh so fucking hard. That if he became the greatest quarterback in the league, after yes. the Browns gave up on him like a bunch of idiots. Uh, and just- and and the teams who desperately need a quarterback. I'm looking at you, Falcons and Jets. We're like, nah, we're not trading for anybody. Well, there was a kid who was cheap guys, and available and right there. Ritter. You guys have Ritter. <laughs> yeah. You're good. What are you talking about? I watched him this weekend <laughs> live. You still think Drake London's good? I, Drake London is yes. Drake London is top fifteen wideouts in the league right now, and might be top <laughs> ten. And Kyle Pitts and uh, and Robinson are two are top five at their positions and just being underutilized. 
I'll give you that. But I, I picked, usually I always pick a one. There's always one rookie running back. that's like a sleeper fantasy guy. I mean, you still have to get him in the first or early second round, but B. John was my guy this year and he's not done very well for me on fantasy. He's, uh, it's just don't, they just don't use them. That's weird how they don't use them. Why would you pick a running back eighth overall and just kind of like, like that, well, that first year Derrick Henry is on the Titans. Remember that? And then they just ran that little guy all the time. Their third. Yes. Back. There was a like, couple of those years. You? And there was like the last game of the season where he ran for like five touchdowns and 260 yards. So they finally gave him the ball. They're finally I'm, like, Oh, okay. It's like, him. What are you doing? Give it to the huge guy. Not the little guy. Why are you giving the scat back? Every fucking uh, made no sense. That's right. What was his name? Do you remember? Tamiko oh, Bryant. It was one of those kind of no, guys. That's the coach of the Texans. I think his name was not Derrick Henry because that's how I heard it on my TV. Like, oh, here's another run for not Derrick Henry. Oh, they have yeah, the not, not Derrick Henry run. again. <laughs> and then they had the picture of the two of them together, and it was like a little kid and his big brother. Yeah, it looked like Andy Reid at the punt, pass, and kick when he was 10. <laughs> you see that we got a peanut gallery that knows this stuff. Jerry, who was that? Look it up. What you, Ron, anybody? All right. I have, I have the world's cheapest uh, production staff. Nice. <laughs> all right. All right. Let's do this. Now it's time for which comes first. Oh, yes, it's time for which comes first. Now tell me, will this happen before that happens? It's time for which comes first. All right. I was at the game, so this was in my head very much the whole time. Which comes first, a Kyler Murray trade. Or a Justin Fields trade. Now, let me give you the background information because I because I looked this up today because I, I want I want us to have the facts as we discussed. The Bears beat the Panthers on Thursday. The Bears have the Panthers' number one pick. The Panthers are currently one and eight. They have the worst record. So, mm -hmm. the Bears will get the Panthers maybe number one overall pick and their own pick, yeah. and they suck too. They're three and seven. Yeah. Um. Giants, Cardinals, and Patriots are two and eight. And then there's a whole bunch of like teams that have three, four, five wins. But the Giants, the Bears might have two of the top, almost certainly will have two of the top five picks and maybe the first I, I overall. Think there's, there's a good chance that the Bears get Caleb Williams at number one and then Marvin Harrison Jr. at number five or six because the teams you're talking about are also going to take one of these amazing quarterbacks. There's what, five quarterbacks at the top of the draft? So it's, I mean, the early buzz is that Harrison's going to go two ish. They'll be like, it'll to the bears I mean, though. Only, only after the bears. Again, take it's a long way away, but right now you'd have to guess Caleb Williams, Marvin Harrison, Drake may. There's a few of these other guys who are sort of in the mix. But, but, so who, are those teams, who are those teams you just named the Patriots taking a quarterback, right? Yeah, they need one. Who the Cardinals, the Cardinals do if they're going to trade Kyler. That's what I was wondering. Like, why are the Cardinals playing Kyler now? Are they, playing him to show the world that he's still good for the trade or are they playing him to find out if they want to keep him and then I trade think they're the pick? playing him to see if they want to keep him i mean yeah. you already paid him i mean other than he plays too much call of duty and doesn't read the playbook he's he's a hell of an athlete he's you know? so twitchy and fun to watch actually yeah I mean, he's better than sean watson by a bunch i think I think so too. Yeah, I think I think Kyler when he's when he's on. I mean, he's easily top ten quarterback in the NFL. Well, and and, and we also have to think about injuries now. Is he going to get hurt again? I don't know. But like, if you even look at like Baker Mayfield this year, he's finally his shoulders healed, and he'll say he's not complete garbage. You know, um, so sometimes when you get hurt, they you know we we don't. 
that's the thing they never talk about in the, in the NFL is injuries are all that really matter. If your team stays healthy, you do well. If your team gets hurt, you're fucked. It's just how it works. <laughs> and we just don't talk about it. You know what I mean? We just pretend that next man up mentality. It's like, no, you can't be next man up from, I mean, we, we, the Bengals lost on Sunday because T Higgins wasn't there. And the guy who replaces T Higgins is not quite as good as T Higgins. I mean, it's just not, it's just, it's not, I mean, the, the year the Colts won the, 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 the Super Bowl is when they're, they had that one safety, whatever his name was, Fred, whatever the blah. And he was hurt every year. He was their Troy Palomalo. The one year he didn't get hurt, they won the Super Bowl. You know what I mean? Like sometimes it just takes one guy to stay healthy and, because that, that, I mean, you know, you see these great quarterbacks. But anyway, so I think I think that the Bears are going to have. Because who, who you said you said the Patriots? Who else? Well, oh, well uh, the, the, the Panthers. Are, figure out the Cardinals. The Cardinals could take Marvin Harrison Jr. if they decide they want Kyler Murray, right? Yeah, right. Yeah, for sure. So, and who? What was the, other, the third team you said was two and whatever? Well, there's a few. Kind of, I mean, again, it's early yet, but right now the Panthers are in the driver's seat at one and eight. They're the only one and eight team. Um, their and pick's then, gone, but their pick's gone. So, but they don't have a pick. They trade it to the Bears. Goes to the Bears, right? So then, after that, the so next the Bears, tier is Giants, Cards, Patriots, two and eight. So, and the Giants, and the Bears, and, three, Bears the Giants and the Patriots are going to take a quarterback. For sure. Yeah, I mean, you would think so, right? And the Cardinals. I mean, might the Giants. The Giants are probably stuck with their contract for now. Um, they're going to have to pay. Unless they could do some crazy golf salary dump quarterback trade of some kind. I don't know. The Giants are probably stuck with their guy for another year or two. Nah, I think it's not that much of a dead hit, dead cap hit to get rid of him. I, I but, think Jones. The Patriots are, I mean, they're going to be very thirsty for a quarterback. Right. And they didn't sign Mac Jones to a new deal, right? So they're, they've got room and start the I, I don't have it in front of me, but that sounds right. I, I think he's still yeah, on a rookie contract. He's, he's, rookie not, he's not yeah. pricey and he's not panning out. They could move on from him, you know? Yeah, pretty easily. Right. So anyway, but I, I'd be interested to see the, if the Bears got Caleb Williams and uh, Robert Harrison Jr., that'd be impressive. No kidding. But if they did that, then they're trading Justin Fields to the Falcons or something? You think anybody would take Justin Fields? Yeah, I do, actually. I think he's, I mean, especially in such a – you know, a market where the quarterback's play has been so bad at the bottom half of the range, you know, and then so many injuries and so many backups and so many well, that, that, struggling you know, that, teams. That goes back to Jared Goff in that, like, other than Ryan Tannehill and Jared Goff, has there been anybody who's ever switched teams and wasn't – usually when the NFL gives up on you, it's for a reason. That's the, yeah, I hear you. you know what I, I mean, like, you. rarely when a team lets someone go, are they good once they leave? Well, I mean, Josh Dobbs has been let go by like seven well, teams in the last that's a, year and that's a half. A Kurt, that's the Kurt Warner thing. That some people are just <laughs> they're just stupid. I'm not saying that sometimes they aren't stupid. What I'm saying is, if you're a star and they put and they put value on you, when they make that when they decide you don't have value anymore, they're usually right. You know, if you look like you're like, oh, why Dalvin Cook get cut? Because <laughs> of this. <laughs> right. Right. No, I hear you. I, I if he hear, was going to be good. They'd have kept him. Right. They I know. Like broadly, like when AJ right. Green left the Bengals. They knew he was done. You know what I mean? Like All right. When a team so releases a superstar, the, they're generally they're generally bad. But take now, the shine. Take it's because there's a question mark. It doesn't mean they don't have capacities to be good. It's because there's a question mark. And if you can move on and and have fewer question marks, you 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 know the pay, the the Colts moved on from Peyton Manning because Andrew Luck was sitting there. So they were like, "All right, he's got a neck issue. We don't know what's going to happen." We can't sure. not take Andrew Luck. So they're like, all right, we're turning the page. And Peyton went and won a championship somewhere else. So it, it does happen. I mean, and, and Justin Fields is one of those guys that has a lot of question marks, but a very high ceiling. I mean, when he's good, he's really good. 
So I, you know, I, and as it, my brother and I were talking about this, like, cause he doesn't like Kyler Murray. He thinks he's a, he's kind of a dick and, you know, and I, I guess I, I agree, but I'm so thirsty to get a, It's like, I'm in the desert and I'm dying of thirst. Like I will drink a dirty cup of water. Like I need water. I don't care if you're a dick uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right now. I mean, I'm not, you can't, beggars can't be choosers. I would take, I would take a guy who has some attitude issues. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> I, I, I always say I always say I always say Bowers I, I always say Bowers can't be choosers. That's what I always say. Uh, you know I don't get I don't get a pick. I get a, I get what whoever likes me. That's how this works. <laughs> uh, so no, I get what you're saying. I mean it it and what's well okay. Let me ask this good. I here's a sneaky take. I think Justin Herbert isn't very good. I think he's Philip Rivers or Matt Ryan. I'm not saying he won't win hmm. some games. He doesn't have a good arm, but I'm just saying I just don't think he has that killer instinct. I don't think he has what it takes i don't think he's not joe burrow right he's andy That's dalton you know like like there's sort of certain guys that of... win there's certain guys that win and so i mean i think i've told this a bunch of times that i feel like there's guys play for three things they play for rings money and pussy and the greats make the money and pussy guys play for rings for a couple of years that's what brady did that's what that's hmm. what burrow does that's the that's the key to like leadership honestly is taking these guys that don't really care if they win or not because they're just gifted athletes and they're really fast and they make a lot of money and they drive a cool car and they get a bunch of chicks and they don't care about football the guys that are like no 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 i go to bed burrow goes to bed at eight o'clock and make sure all the pussy guys play for play for rings (laughs) you know what i mean like that's that's i like it that's my theory but uh (laughs) i just don't think herbert's that good i just think he's a philip he's just good enough for you to suck for 10 years (laughs) <laughs> yeah you know i mean and that is a team that is like mysteriously never been good even though they've got good pieces every year it seems like yeah i think the weather's too nice there's no grit you know when you live in pittsburgh all you got is the football game because the rest of the your life sucks <laughs> you know? when you live in san diego it's like ah, we lost but hey who cares i'm living <laughs> a pretty good san diego life we're fine <laughs> they've moved to la i don't know if you heard <laughs> Oh yeah, I forgot they moved to LA. <laughs> Same thing. All right, so yeah. Kyler or Justin, who gets traded first? Because they're both going to get traded at some point. Uh, I think the Cardinals I mean, are going to keep think. Kyler. I think uh, I think Fields gets traded instantly. Like he gets traded. In, I mean, I can't imagine anybody wants him, but I think he more gets released than traded. But um, do they pay him? Do they pay Fields? Did he get an extension? I he's can't, so I young. He's probably no. I think he's on the rookie contract. He's this is only his second or. Th- uh, it's his fifth year. That's his second. It's second or third year. It's he's third. had. It's this is third. his third year. No, I think so. Yeah. Well. Anyway, I would say I think he gets traded. Fields gets traded first. If I was going to pick a what happens, then then what happens? I'd go Fields first. Uh, I think Kyler has more of a market. I think people would you'd get more stuff for Kyler. Yeah. I mean, he was the number one overall pick at one point. And he was only, I mean, you know, he was eight and leading the MVP race a couple of years ago. I mean, he was. Yeah. Right. I mean, he was yeah. Really they won like, they were like seven and yeah. Seven, eight, no, or something. Yeah. You're right. I mean, and, and by the way, he was like the, until it came out that little clause in his contract saying he had to study more, you know, he was, that's the first chink in the armor. Everybody thought he was going to be amazing. And that one thing happened. I was like, Oh, he's garbage. He doesn't, he doesn't read the playbook or whatever. You know, it's kind of weird how we all turned on him in one second. <laughs> well, he did. Andreas pointed out and he's, as time goes on, he's proven more and more, right. If you watch an interview with him, he's not likable. 
he's kind of a prick. <laughs> he's got attitude and he's well, yeah, but he's also been fucking five eight his whole life and been in a room with monsters. Like he's been the biggest pussy ever room he's been in since he was ten. I he might have a little alpha male chip on his shoulder to try to prove him. And he's like a chihuahua. You know, he's like those little dogs that like, have to bark at everybody because he's tiny. Uh, I hear you. All right, I'll I'll play I'll I'll play contrarian. I think maybe Justin comes back and has a hell of a run, and then the Bears trade out some picks because they've proven that they're willing to trade out picks more, get more picks for you know those. I'm big saying what, if they get if they trade Bryce Young for Caleb Williams and all those that'll be the best trade in the history of the NFL. Like if they can get Caleb Williams because they they trade last year's number one pick, right? And Bryce Young, we can agree, is garbage, right? Like he's well, it doesn't look good yet. Tiny, tiny child. Like he's it's early yet, but it does not look good. But he's little. He's so little. You know, CJ Stroud's not struggling. He's on a bad team too. Yeah, but he's also not little, and he makes all the throws. He's not a runner. Like I, I mean, literally, like he was running around yesterday for nine seconds at times, and then would find a guy 30 yards down the field. That's what Burrow does. When Burrow escapes, he doesn't like run for three yards and fall down like Bryce Young does. He fucking finds somebody 20 yards downfield. And that's what Stroud was. Stroud's a beast, dude. That guy's good. It's uh, over and over again. I trust these guys who can shine under the brightest lights. And Stroud looks so good in his last game against Georgia. And, uh, you know, like another one that did that, that didn't quite get the draft capital respect that I thought he earned was Deshaun Watson. And he's playing these national championship games and these big time bowl games. And he just looked great over and over and over again. And he sort of fell down. I forget where he went, but he was like 10th overall or something. And I thought the same thing about Justin Fields. He looked great in these big games. Like these are the kids you want to believe in, the ones who have these kind of like steel steel balls and don't care about the world around them. Sure, but I will say that that part of, uh, and this is where Stroud is, is surprisingly good, is that the Ohio State quarterbacks, I mean, they'll never play with as good a receivers in the NFL as they had in college. Yeah, they they'll do. Never, they have had never, a good they'll run. They'll never be behind a better offensive line than they'll have in college. They'll ne- like when you play Ohio State quarterback. You, that it's you know it's like the it's like being the feature, right? Like there's no check <laughs> drop. The MCs already got the crowd figured out. Like that's right. It, it's the it's the it's the cradle. It's the easiest. You don't have drop. to warm them up. You don't have to close. There's no pressure. Right. There's no pressure. They they're gonna say you should have been the headliner, even if you're kind of funny. You only have to do 25 minutes. You don't have to like stretch out your legs. It's that's being Ohio State quarterback. Everything's everything's there for you. You know what I mean? And you'll never have yeah. it that good ever again. And so when you go to the Texans or one of those teams like that, it, or the Bears, it's such a culture shock. You're like I. I uh, you go to the coach and you're like I, something's weird's happened. I keep getting knocked down. I've never, no one's ever pushed me over before. <laughs> when I played Ohio State, it never got to me. I don't know what's happening. Why are my offensive linemen terrible? It's like, oh, it's because we can't just recruit the best people of all time. No. <laughs> so that's why Stroud's impressive because he's being he's good from Ohio because no, Ohio State's never had a good quarterback ever, right? I mean, in the NFL, boy, that's a good question. There's never been one. I can't think of any of one right off the top. No, in the old I mean, days, there were a couple of big names. Like, Arch Schleister, wasn't he? I would say Arch Schleister, but he wasn't good. He was a fucking journeyman guy. He, wasn't, he was the one with the gambling problem. Yeah, he, he gambled out. a lot. Yeah, Arch Schleister was a gambler. Dwayne Haskins died. I mean, like a lot of them are just bad. You know what I mean? Or dead. So the fact that like you know, <laughs> Dwayne Haskins died, he was bad before that. Just for the record. Oh yeah, you know he was on his thirteen when he got hit by a truck, but. What? Walking home from practice. 
Um, all right, let's do uh, this one's a little bit of a stretch, but whatever. All right, all right, kids, put your thinking caps on. It's quiz time. I'm still hungover too. I'm still exhausted. I had a, I had a great trip. Wisconsin was so good. The crowds were awesome. People were kind. Made a bunch of money. They sold koozies. Hung out. Traveled around. The producers were thrilled. The audiences were happy. It was just like. I yeah. wish they were all like such a pleasure like this. It was really good. Well, and then I went straight from that. I got up at three 30 in the morning. I flew down to Phoenix. I landed at local time, like right about nine. And then I get over to the stadium and Andreas has got a 12 pack and we're running around drinking again. And then, and then I flew back last night. So I was like, get, got back to the airport and I was pretty drunk and really sleepy and i'm like trying trying to write jokes <laughs> drink until the plane that's my favorite thing drunk uh, drink until the plane oof. uh so i just said i so i love this trip that my, my brother and i have so how many falcons stadiums uh how many falcons away stadiums have we seen together in our new journey let's 11 i'm gonna go with 11 mm, yeah you're not too far off we've done new york and la which we count we count as checking four teams there, right? Sure, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. And we got San Fran, and we did Tampa, and we just did Phoenix. So uh, depending on how you count, we only have 24 left. Nice. 24 stadiums and teams I, and situations. I, I'm not good at watching football live. I, I love it. I don't want to do I, it every I week. Like I like watching television because I – when I watch it live, I get too drunk anyway because I tailgate and blah, 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 blah. And then I end up people watching the whole game. I don't watch any of the game. And when I do try to watch the game, I never know where the ball is. Like the camera guys on the TV are so much better. <laughs> I'm always like, I always, I always bite, bite on the fake. Like you give me every time with the play action. I'm like, oh, oh when you're there live. Oh, shit. Ah, God damn. That was the first time I didn't see anything. <laughs> like, I never know where the ball is. I'm very bad at that. So I like watching on TV where that guy's real good at telling us where the ball is. <laughs> It is the it is a sport that has been designed and honed and tweaked to be perfect for television. It's got right. these stopping points and these there's a rhythm to it. And I mean, when you, you know, watch it live, it, it feels weird. You, you watch the red zone and they'll have like four games going on at once, or there's the four box on your TV or whatever. And and that's always like, oh god, it's so small. I can't believe we, we're watching this small box. But it's like, no, actually, that used to be the size of my whole television. My whole television used to be that big. I can't believe we used to watch football on. <laughs> back in the day like non hd 32 inch television like how the fuck yeah. do we see anything you know what i mean I, yeah we don't I know know what happened right. in the macklin reception they had one camera like it's just fucking bananas <laughs> it's still a mystery was it right. or wasn't it yeah we don't yeah, know what happened great. we had the one camera and we got there late <laughs> so we don't know if we caught it or not <laughs> uh jerry says when the falcons play at indy sometime i got you all right cool jerry take you up on that now i have been to many other stadiums i've play. i've seen the seahawks play and i've been to the eagles stadium and uh went to a game in new orleans once and i've, I've been to a bunch of the in the old days i used to go see the buccaneers play in the creamsicle era when i was in college down there that was uh that was the legit creamsicle era they were terrible those tickets were super cheap always and those games are hot as fuck man <laughs> go to a midday that, that, that's back in the tampa games where you'd call and say hey uh, what time's the game and they say what time can you get here yeah 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 right <laughs> it's the that was the era of the of the one of the greatest quotes of the history of sports when they asked the uh 
they asked the coach how he felt about his team's execution. He said, I'm all for it. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't remember that. That's <laughs> that was the Buccaneers. I think they went 0-12 or 0-14 or something, maybe yeah. as an expansion franchise. Anyway. Yeah, they're real bad. Let me trade Steve uh, in there. Yeah, so I've been to a bunch of stadiums over the years, but this this new thing of trying to go where the Falcons are playing, we have to probably lay it out, figure out how to, you know how the schedule works where they play a division and they play all the teams in the division and yeah, is and there a play. cycle to that? Yeah. Is that predictable? Yes. 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 How yes, does it, it work? Aren't you the football guy? Yeah. It goes I don't know how this works. The way it works is you play your division twice, obviously. Then you play one other division in your conference, and then you play one whole division in another conference. And then there are three extra games, and those games are the teams you didn't play in your conference, like that. Whatever. So if you didn't play the AFC South, for instance, let's say, <clears throat> then you will play an, an, an AFC East and West team, but you play the team that was the same – uh, so if you came in first in your division last year, you play the number one team from the other divisions in those two random games. So like if the bills won the East, then we play the bills. If we're not playing all of the East, we just play the best team because we won the division last year. If you come in third, then you play the third best team, in the division. So you'd play the jets or whatever. So that's why the schedule makes what we're talking about where some teams can end up being miragely good and win 11 games. Cause they're playing the fourth team from the division and not the first team where the I- Bengals a really hard schedule because we came in first last year. I'm even more confused than I was before I asked you this question. What do you mean? I'm saying it's not that hard. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> you don't that was not a good explanation? I don't know. It might have been maybe I'm just I'm saying so if you're the AFC North, very confusing. If you're the AFC North, you play the East and then you play the AFC West or the NFC West or whatever. And that's <laughs> plus your two division games. That's so six games in division and then that's your 10 14 and then you have three extra games that are the you play a the division whatever you whatever you finished. If you came in third, you play the third place team in the division that you're not playing all four of. <laughs> I'm gonna look it up. <laughs> I don't want to explain it any easier. It's, not, it's, not. <laughs> it's good to see you, Bowers. Thanks for doing this on no notice. <laughs> hey, you know I like getting up hungover on a Monday and talking to you. It's fun. It's nice. It's nice. Where can people find you? Where do we? How do we plug? Uh, at Bowers Comedy, B O W R S Comedy. I'm doing a lot of Snapchat lately, so my Snapchat stories are pretty fun. It's just me getting drunk, wandering around the world. So follow me on Snapchat at Bowers Comedy. Uh, yeah, and that's an in, in Instagram and all that good stuff. Uh, if you're in LA, I've got uh, the show this Thursday at the Ice House on the 16th and the 21st was the Tuesday before uh, Thanksgiving. I'm doing Yamashiro. Oh, cool. I haven't done, <clears throat> I haven't done Yamashiro. <clears throat> I haven't done the ice house in a long time. These two, well, they, house, they, well, they just redid the ice house. They, the, the guy from the Lakers bought it and re, I haven't been there yet, but I hear the new ones. They they like, they, they close, <laughs> they sh- were going to shut down March of 2020 to remodel. They're going to be closed for six months. And then it worked out. It was the pandemic, but then they couldn't get permits through the whole pandemic. So they didn't even start, working on the place dodge but then pandemic was over but apparently oh. it's amazing now. so brutal uh if you're looking for me go to kostaki.com i'm in fargo sioux falls ashtabula erie uh and if you listen to this the year our people engage on the socials go to the whatever your favorite social media platform is instagram or facebook or whatever the artist formerly known as twitter and uh like things and share things and comment and write jokes and whatever. We, we love you guys. Um, give us a review on Apple or whatever your platform is. And if you're interested in doing some fantasy gambling, it's fun. Underdogfantasy.com. Uh, use the promo code all pro lines. They'll throw you an extra hundred bucks uh, to match your first deposit. So 
Thanks for listening, everybody. Thank you, Mr. Bowers, and thank you guys for uh, for all the doings out there. I hope you get what you want in your football dreams, and uh, we'll talk to you guys soon. Where's the Where's the music? Where's the music? We got music. Mm-hmm. <laughs>